Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at wes, W-E-S, at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 147 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and I don't know about you, but I love this time of year. Despite the cold weather, I love the Thanksgiving holiday, and then of course it leads right into the Christmas holiday, and I love the lights and the decorations and just everything about it. So with that being said, I hope you all have a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday filled with family and friends and lots of really good food. As we discussed on last week's episode, the Disney Wonder began her historic repositioning to Australia by way of a 10-night Hawaiian cruise departing from Vancouver that ended in Honolulu. And then after that, the Wonder departed on a 13-night South Pacific cruise calling on places like Fiji and the American Samoa before ultimately making her inaugural visit to Sydney, Australia. And in this week's episode, I'm joined by listener Tim, who sailed on this cruise with his wife, Shireen, and he kindly agreed to come on and discuss his this really exciting itinerary with me. So, hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, Wes, how's it going? I'm doing very well, thank Good. you. I appreciate you coming on. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about this cruise. As I understand it, you you were gone for quite a long time during this uh, during this vacation. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, we were technically gone for just under three weeks. And with talking with lots of people on the cruise, we were going a lot shorter than most. Oh, because really? Because most people were adding on... Like so a week-long stay at the end or something. Or more, in some cases. Wow. People going on, doing a week in Australia, then going to New Zealand. and Wow. I guess, I guess you know, you figure when you're in that part of the world, it's probably, you're not there all that often, so you might as well take advantage of it, right? That was the running theme, that everyone was viewing this as a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Or, Got it. You know, a rare situation, and wanted to take full advantage of it yeah yeah including us as much as we could i was gonna say is that is that kind of how you looked at this as well because i know you stayed at aulani for a few nights before the cruise and then you did an abd abd escape after the cruise so was that kind of your mentality going into this as well exactly you know we we said okay when i was first figuring this out i was like oh we if we'll probably never you know i don't never say never but you know the odds are we will be going back, but and so wanted to make sure we, you know, checked all the boxes as much as we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And and how many nights did you stay at Alani before the cruise? Uh, just two. Okay. I mean, 
I still work. And so I was limited with my vacation time. Sure. I was pretty much maxing myself out. And fortunately, we had been to Alani a year and a half before. Oh, okay. So you had been week, before. Yeah, for a week for our wedding anniversary. And so I didn't feel bad about just two nights. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And I would imagine there were probably a lot of cruisers who were staying at Alani beforehand as well. Very much so. Yeah. And in fact, we booked it through DVC points. And at exactly seven months, all I could get was Ocean View. Oh, wow. You know, really? The most expensive studios yeah. Yeah, yeah. out there. They the, the selection was really limited. And so it was clear that there. And we did do it. There was a Facebook group meetup the night before the cruise oh. at Alani. And so there must have been, there were dozens of people there for that. Okay. And then, just How was that? Around. What was your experience with that? I've, I've, pretty much every cruise group that I've ever been a part of has 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 done something like that when they when they're on board. I don't, I don't think we've ever joined one of those pre, you know, one of those meetups. But what, did, it, it was a great start. It was just to you know talk with a couple of people, you know, sort of a little mixer. We were all at Alani, and obviously, just everyone was so excited for this trip and uh it was just to get into the swing of things you know the night before and you know we, we, a mixer you know, to relax okay so it was cool good. what did you did you do anything special at alani or was it really just kind of getting there getting acclimated and 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 relaxing a little bit before the cruise that was the main plot we were as planning on just not doing anything except you know a couple laps on the lazy river but Somehow, at, when I picked up my rental car that was supposed to be a Toyota Camry or equivalent, I wound up with a Dodge Charger. Oh. So, of course, we got a Dodge Charger in Hawaii. We had to go out for a drive. Nice. And so that was about the – other than that, we you know just relaxed. And, yeah. You know, yeah. On the Lazy River and enjoyed the – thing back at a resort we didn't think we'd be back this soon <laughs> yeah right right did you did you just go out for a random drive or did you have sort of a, a plan where you wanted to to go and and sightsee nope, just random drive along the coast oh cool and the the opposite direction from honolulu and since we didn't go there that way before went to wound up on a beach watch people play in crazy high waves and then the other thing we did is we picked up some wine for first time we ever actually carried on wine oh, okay. or alcohol. We're not big drinkers, but we thought, well, we'll bring a couple of bottles yeah. on. And so we picked that, those up and just relaxed and got ready for an amazing two weeks. Nice, nice. And then did uh, how did you get from Aulani to the port? So we had a rental car. And listening to, I mean, this was a couple of years ago. I remember listening to, I don't remember what podcast that had people that did, you know, the Hawaii cruises and said it was just a zoo at Alani. And, you know, for that morning when people were coming in from a cruise and then everyone trying to get out, especially people with on Disney transport, it was really unorganized. So that was our plan was just to, you know, have the rental car and take care of that. But I will say they clearly learned their lesson because that morning I went to the front desk to uh, get something and, you know, we were chatting there and they said, oh, yeah, we're fully staffed for the crew coming in. And then when we were leaving, they had 
There was a line of cabs all ready to go. They had traffic directors in the wow, okay, uh, both the parking garage and then in the entryway. So they were clear, and I heard no complaints from Got people it. that did it. Got so it. So they did. was was the the rental car place right at the cruise port? Like, how did you drop the car and still get to the cruise port? So and talking you know, with people before the cruise, this was going to be everyone was doing it this way was. The really the rental car return is at the airport, which is a good 15, 20 minutes away. So I dropped baggage off and Shireen off at the terminal and then drove back to the airport and then got an Uber back oh, to the port. Okay. Actually, I because we knew there were dozens of people in the same boat, it was easy to spot someone else on the cruise and we said I you know said, Hey, do you want to share an Uber oh, cool. to the port? After their initial skepticism of me being by myself and just one small carry-on that I was going on a 13-night cruise, I had to assure them that, no, I, I lots of luggage is already at the port, so. That's funny, yeah. I think I would have that thought if I just saw someone saying they were going on a 13-night cruise with a small carry-on. I, I, I probably would have my, uh, my antenna up a little bit as well. Yeah. No, it worked out great. That's funny. Uh, makes sense. So I I know this was a, a 13 night South Pacific crew and the it's cruise, excuse me, and there were a lot of sea days. What was the specific itinerary? Do you, do you recall the 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 days at sea and then the the ports of call that the crews visited? Yeah. So we started out with both the depart day from Honolulu and then five straight days at sea. So you basically had six days on the boat to yep. start your cruise. And then we hit American Samoa, and then it alternated, you know, a day at sea, Fiji, another day at sea, New Caledonia, mm-hmm. then two days at sea, and then Sydney. Got it. Okay. So very non-port intensive. Yeah. Very relaxed. Got it. And what kind of uh, stateroom did you did you stay in? Uh, we just had a ocean view, uh, especially on the smaller ships, the price difference is such that we like the ocean view and in a lot of ways it almost seems the room bigger because all you have is the giant porthole sure. on one side and so you're looking straight out into the ocean without the, the balcony in your way so you can be lying in bed and just see out there yeah yeah okay but we were very happy with just the ocean view on on this one got it so five sea days to kick it off that's a that's a lot of sea days um how, how did you spend your sea days and did you ever feel like there wasn't enough for you to do while you were you know out in the middle of the ocean no uh there was plenty to do and in fact as i was going through my list preparing for this it was like oh there's so much we didn't do oh wow really to be honest we spent a good part of every day just up at the front of the ship in the adult pool area at Signals Bar. It was basically the same crowd there every day. We all got to know each other. So that was a big part of the days was just relaxing out on because we had great weather for the most part. So we would do that. Uh, we did see a couple movies, both on Funnel Vision and at the theater. Nice. Um, but during the day, it was just you know relaxing. Uh, we would start the day my wife would go to the gym this was our chance to separate i would go eat breakfast and then walk a mile on deck four and oh nice then we would meet up again and we then go up to the pool and wander around and just enjoy doing nothing and enjoying the company of a lot of amazing people 
I mean, that was really the theme of the whole cruise was the people, including, you know, the crew and cast members that we got to meet and people on the islands and all that is what made the the trip so special. Sure. And actually, that brings me to a question that I was thinking about earlier before we came on here. Was there... I've always wondered on these long cruises, do you feel sort of a a heightened sense of like community from being with, you know, with people on board for so long, like on a, on a small ship, like the wonder, I imagine you, you see similar faces quite often. And, you know, obviously the crew members, like, do you, do you feel like you have more of a a bond, I guess, for a lack of a better word with, with people on these longer cruises? Absolutely. In fact, we, we, in the last couple of years, we've done two four night cruises and we don't like them because it's after you're just getting to know people after four yeah, nights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so seven seems to be like the absolute minimum for us. And as you really get to know people at that point, yeah. whether it's your table mates at dinner, as everyone has their set routine. So you kind of run into people at the same time. Yep. We go to um, the French Quarter Lounge every night before dinner, kind of the same people there just relax and, that's and cool. so it really is i mean that's you know i i mean i can't really say enough about all the people we got to meet there i mean just try to remember off the top of my head here that it was a great group of uh, people I yeah so you, so you did uh sit with other people at dinner yeah we always joke that you know some people want to be just with their immediate family especially on a long cruise like this we see enough of each other we want to (laughs) (laughs) we enjoy the time together greatly but we really enjoy so we always if anything ask to make sure we're paired up with at least two two or uh more couples okay and so we uh we were initially on a table of six but one couple i think did want to be alone and so they moved and so we were with uh one other couple that was fantastic. We got to know the people that would sit around us oh, as nice. equally. Yeah. So you, you you develop a good sense of community, even with your dining, immediate dining area. Definitely. And one of the things I've always admired about Disney Cruise Line is their ability to match travel parties with other travel parties who don't know each other at all. We have... I mean, we've had a, a mix of sitting by ourselves and also sitting with other families. But every time we've sat with other families, we have had great experiences and we've always got along really well. And I don't know if it's just because, you know, we're all on we're all Disney fans and we have that in common. So it's, you know, it's easy to get along. But they, they do a really good job at, at pairing people. And then it's easy to kind of, you know, form form those bonds, form those friendships. And it, you know, makes the cruise it makes it, it makes the cruise experience a whole lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So on the Hawaii cruise, Lisa last week talked about a few special Hawaiian-themed activities that they had on board that were specific to that Hawaii cruise. Did they have any special activities or events on on this cruise that you know might not be on a on an average, you know, four night cruise or seven night cruise on the Wonder? Um, absolutely, they actually start continued with the Hawaiian theme the first couple of nights. Okay, did you do hula so, dancing? No, we didn't have hula dancing. <laughs> but the first night dinner was a Hawaiian menu. Oh, okay. So they, they kept up with that. And then there was no entertainment. It was kind of strange in the Walt Disney Theater the first night. 
And then the second night, they had a singer that had been from Hawaii. And so so the first couple of nights, they kept up trying with the, the general Hawaiian theme. Yep, yep. And then it was more Australian after that, where almost every day they had a photographer from, from National Geographic gave a presentation in the Walt Disney Theater. I went to one of them, and it was interesting. I learned a lot. Our table mates were photographers, so they went pretty much every day and really enjoyed his his talks. So Cool. But he was from Australia, so they kept up with that. And they had some ballroom dancers, some dancing instructors from Australia were on the cruise, and they uh, they taught uh, dance, different dance moves every day. Once again, going through the list of things we didn't do, that was another thing that was going on we didn't go to. But okay. I'm sure that was a lot of fun for the people who went. Yep. For straight theming-wise, that was about it. And then, of course... Crossing the equator was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me and about that. Cause I, I, I thought that was really cool. That, first of all, it hadn't even crossed my mind that that would be something that Disney Cruise Line would be doing, you know, for the first time. And, and when I saw the the pictures and, and the videos, I was really happy that they, that they made a big deal out of it because I mean, that talk about a, talk about a, a, a special experience on a, on a cruise. I mean, not a lot of people are going to ever have that, have that experience so what did they what did they do to sort of you know make that a, a big event well the first thing they actually did is from the sounds of it and from what uh they described we were originally scheduled to cross the equator at like 2 a.m on the 17th mm -hmm. and the captain went a little bit faster and so that we were able to cross at like I can't remember the exact time. It was around 10 or so the day before when people were awake and could really enjoy it. During the day, they had, let me make sure I get the things, King Triton's Royal Trial of Equatorial Passage. And so that was a big thing on the main stage on the pool deck mm -hmm. where they, you know, people, we got certificates there after doing, you know, Apparently, much tamer challenges than the Navy does for <laughs> <laughs> sailors crossing the uh, yeah. equator for the first time. Yeah, okay. So it, it was it was a good fun little deck party that you know, oh, to nice. celebrated. Okay. And then that night they were had the characters a were the characters out. Not in it, the traditional characters. They had King Triton, or oh. they had basically the heralds of King Triton. Got it. Okay. And then that evening they did a, a you know for crossing the equator they had. A, a full countdown with characters, Trent, the cruise director, you know, on the big screen, you know, we, we counted down and from people that had GPS units. Yeah. Did really verify cool. they, it was accurate. And so uh, we, we had a big celebration for uh, crossing the equator. And uh. so that was fun. And everyone in their stateroom got a lithograph that next day. Oh, wow. To commemorate the occasion, uh, yeah. it did have the wrong date on it because oh, no. we crossed. Well, because it was originally supposed to have been the seventeenth, and it was the sixteenth that we actually crossed. Got so. it. And, and and speaking of dates, I think I one of the weirdest things to me ever is you know the fact that you there's an international date line, and when you cross that line, you actually are effectively going 
back in time? No, forward we, in time. We, we lost. Yes, forward. We lost today. Forward. You skipped a whole day, right? <laughs> yes, which caused a lot of problems with Disney IT. Right with with booking with booking um, onboard activities. Right. Well, we didn't have that problem. I think the upcoming one does because they have a day twice. Oh, that's right. That's right. You. You didn't have the double day. You skipped a right. whole day. That's right. You skipped a whole day. Okay. And our app wasn't working when we first boarded the ship for many hours. Apparently from talking to some crew members, because everyone was starting to wonder like, okay, is our app going to be working? Because that's how we find out our dining rotation. Yeah. And it wasn't you know, well into the afternoon it finally started working is they were basically having to load dummy data into that extra day. But I mean, it was treated just like... The normal time changes, yeah. you know, they told us, okay, it was the day after American Samoa that when you wake up, you know, instead of Friday, <laughs> it'll be Saturday. That, yeah, is so, that is such a weird concept to me how, you know, it's time is supposed to be linear, right? And so it's, yeah. <laughs> you can't just like skip a piece of that segment, but yeah. uh, it's too funny. And I guess just speaking of of time change, your 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 normal time is you know Mountain West, right? What did you have any issues with adjusting to the the time change and jet lag and no, all the, that stuff? The biggest jump was going to Hawaii. Yeah, and that was the nice thing with having two days there was to get a little bit more used to it. Mm-hmm. And then really, there's only a three or four hour difference. Yeah, it was three hour difference between Hawaii. And Australia, oh, okay. well, three hours and a day. Yep. So we basically gained a day on three nights, just like you will on any other cruise. Yeah. You know, yeah. They just say, "Okay, move the clock," and they told us, you know, for those of us with smartphones, okay, set it for you know America. Look up Pago Pago, American Samoa, and you know, put that as your for your new time zone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Next day, and so we didn't have to worry about figuring out what what time zone we were in. One of the events that you were texting me about while you were on the cruise was a a deck party that I I wasn't aware that they were going to have this. I was a little bit surprised, but tell me about the the Marvel deck party that uh, that they had on board. Yeah. So that was a surprise to everybody. Well, once we got on the ship after a couple of nights, we could see them start rehearsing for okay, it. Yep. Late at night, they were clearly doing something with Marvel characters and were got around that. I And that was the plan for the Australian season. They were going to have the Heroes Unite right. yep. party as yep. part of the, uh, for the Australian cruises. So there was no theme to this cruise, by the way, even though it was in the middle of the month of October, there was no was Halloween. Not a Halloween, okay. Yeah, you know, you know, because they didn't want to obviously put all the decorations sure. up, you know, for essentially, you know, one or two cruises yep. and then have to figure out how to store them and ship them back to the United States. But, you know, the Australian cruises were going to have the Sierra's United thing. So they were starting to you know, rehearse that. And a couple of days before it did show up on the uh, navigator. And then that evening they announced, come to the atrium at 730. There's going to be a surprise. So we all went down there. This was just over, not, like the over the intercom. Yeah, I think Trenton is, you know, the cruise director in his announcements, and um, the the wait staff are might have the, our dining staff might oh, have also yeah. mentioned okay. it. 
but we're they, they did a good job of, and I'm pretty sure over the announcements they did as well to say so we, we went down there not knowing what it would be and so we're all everyone's milling around was you know friendly fall and then Loki appears and gives a big speech oh, cool. and next thing we know there's Avengers popping up all over the atrium wow, no Black way. Panther appeared next to us and it was just basically a meet and greet at that point on, there was, you know, said Loki doing some speeches, a couple other characters doing some speeches, but it was really more about everyone had a chance to do pictures with all these characters. They were spending lots of time with the kids or and adults. So, you know, Shreen got a pose with Black Panther and Thor, and I got to do with uh, Captain America and, you know, some others. And so it was fun to watch. They, they really were doing a great job with the kids and anyone who wanted to have an interaction with them. And so that was pretty special. Then that night, you know, here's United. I'd heard you talk in the past about how great the Marvel Day at Sea is. And I never really paid that much attention to it. And from what I understand, it's pretty much the same yeah. show, uh, maybe updated with the new Captain, with Sam, the new Captain yeah, America. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. New um, characters. You know, the new villain and all that, but it was like the best thing we'd ever seen. That's so you know, cool. We were, and that was the consensus with everyone that went like, oh yeah, the pirate party, that's kind of showing its age. Yeah. And not thrilled, but like we would go see that over and over again. I mean, you had vil- heroes and villains climbing up and down the, yes, yes, the stacks. Yes. And I, I'm know. so glad to hear you say that. Cause I, I've talked about it, like you said, on the show about how good that show is and how it, you know, it, it measures up with some of the best performances that you'll, you'll see in the Walt Disney theater because it's, yeah. it's that good. And I think you even texted me that Shireen, your wife, who is maybe a casual fan at best thought it was, yeah. thought it was really good. Yeah. I mean, she's seen some of the movies and, you know, knew the characters, but yeah, she, was blown away and says, Oh yeah, I'll do this any any time. That's cool. You know, yeah. it was and that was the general consensus with everybody there. It was like by, by far the best show we've you know, deck show we've ever seen on on a Disney cruise. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. That yeah. that was a definitely huge highlight. So it wasn't like yeah. a it wasn't like a Marvel Day at sea though, right? Where it no. it didn't start in the morning and go all through the day. It was just it started in the evening and just kind of went in, into the night. Right. Okay. Yeah. Did they do a like a traditional uh, pirate night? They did. I don't know if this is new or not, but they did everything at seven thirty, including the fireworks, which we were just as happy with. Um, <laughs> right, that sounds pretty good to me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Get everything done there, yeah. and you know, I, I, and that. But otherwise, it was the traditional. Okay, but they did do party. they did do uh, fireworks at, at sea, though. They did do fireworks okay. for it, and so um, was so it the. Oh, I forget what it's called. It's it's the one that they introduced after COVID, where it's just like classic Disney songs, or was it a traditional like Pirates in the Caribbean type? I think uh, it was just classic Disney songs. Okay. All, I mean, they're not. It's not as good as the one on the Wish with the live music. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know, we enjoyed the fireworks, and that was the main thing we want. So we were happy just to see that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think fi- fireworks at sea to me is one of the, just one of the coolest things about a Disney cruise, just being out in the middle of nowhere and having fireworks, you know, in, in the sky, I think is just a, a really cool, a really cool experience. When you're talking about being out in the middle of nowhere, that's the other notable thing about the trans Pacific. It would be true with the transatlantic too. 
Like if you're doing a Caribbean cruise, you always see ships in the distance or lights of a city far away. Here you see nothing. Nothing. You know, it really is out. You feel totally isolated. Yeah. And so like when we finally got to American Samoa, it was like, oh, land. We haven't seen, <laughs> right. seen any sign of any sort of other civilization in, in five days. Oh, that's funny. That's got to be such an interesting kind of almost eerie feeling, I would think. It is. It was that and like we did Bermuda last spring. And that is far enough out. You kind of experience that as well, you know, to say like, oh, wow, we're out. Yeah. We don't see ships, you know, it's in the distance. Aside from the Marvel characters, did you happen? Were there any special characters that maybe you wouldn't, you know, aside from the traditional like Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy, those types of characters? Did you happen to notice any any kind of obscure character meet and greets? We didn't see any obscure one. They did do the... They did have the new Encanto one. Okay, yep. So with Mirabella and Bruno. Yep. Yeah, I think, I don't know if they had that once or twice. And then with all of the longer cruises, they have, and the, the Navigator is called Mickey and Friends, where you'll have like five characters in the atrium, all the, you know, the Fab Five. Yeah, or, okay. Yep. Or, or like Chippendale, or, but you'll have big groups and it's a chance to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fairly limited in costumes. They There wasn't anything that unique or special. Uh, they okay. didn't like have any Australian costumes or anything like that. Um, on the last, near the end, they did have a Star Wars meet and greet in one of the lounges. And that had a huge line for it. I sort of peeked in and saw they had a nice backdrop and could see Ray and some other oh, ones. Cool. And oh, wow. So they that was a, a pretty big deal. Did they do the, the officer hide and seek on this cruise? They did do that. Okay. Um, we, we did. We didn't take part of that, but it, it, we, we could see people running around doing that, and that looked like a lot of fun for everybody. Cool. The other new thing that I've, I don't know if it's on regular cruise. I think I remember seeing them before, but I went to for the first time was the stargazing. Oh. Where at the front of the ship at night, and the reason I went was because we're south of the equator, so these were new skies to me. Yeah. And so they had a, you know, one of the navigators come out and give a presentation. He was more talking about history of star stargazing astronomy, which I wanted, I wanted more to hear about the stars right, and all the that. But, I was, but th- yeah. since they have the lights totally off at the front of the ship for oh, this. Wow. And so you really do get to see the stars very nice. So, you know, even if I wasn't paying attention to what he was saying, I was still able to look out there and, really enjoy that so that was a treat really cool that's a really cool experience so was that on the 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 top the upper deck yeah by by the sports by the basketball and oh i love that that's that's really cool i i really like that and i met there's there's nothing else around so it's got to be just (laughs) right so (laughs) there you know obviously you know there's no other lights there and you 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 just especially you see realize how bright the ship lights are on normal when they all went off there at the front. Yeah. Wow. You could really see some. Cool. You know. I like that. So it, that, that was really, that was a lot of fun. Really fun. All right. Let's talk about some of the ports of call that you visited. Had you done much research on these ports? Like before you visited, did you have an idea of sort of the things that you wanted to do while you're in these ports? Sort of, you know, it was very little information out there. We're used to all these other Disney destinations 
where you know you can hear and see reviews from everything. And as signing up for Poor Adventures, you know, got closer and became, there were a lot of people that were upset because it there wasn't a lot available okay. at all of them. Yeah. And so, you know, we, you know, just did the best research I could, but there just wasn't a lot of information out there. And I think that's one of the challenges with these new itineraries, new ports of call, you kind of have to disease learning. Right. Right. And so is everyone else. So that, you know, you kind of have to. Yeah. You guys are kind of the 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 guinea pigs, if you will, for. Yeah. You know, for for this cruise, the the testers. Yeah. So for two of them, we had we did we booked through Disney, and one we did a private one. Okay. And so the private one was done at American Samoa, our first stop, and really it turned out to be if we booked through Disney, it would be nearly identical hmm. uh, to it. Especially with these being new stops, I was very aware of the time, because if for some reason you didn't get back. It's not like you could hop on a plane <laughs> right. easily to go anywhere else. Yeah, that's right. Know? Yep. So you're basically your trip would end at that point. Yeah. So I certainly didn't want to book anything. So I, you know, booked a, you know, the, basically the only tour company we could find in American Samoa. But they were basically the same people running the the Disney ones for the same similar thing. I, okay. It was a bus tour, three hours long. So I thought, oh, this will be perfect, and. That was the first surprise that, like, oh, these ports are all going to be welcoming us in. It was a very industrial port. Oh, okay. Now, American Samoa did have full dancers and singers greeting us for this, you know, first sign. And that was fantastic, you know, watching them from, you know, deck four before we disembarked uh, for the day. And so that was a good welcome, but it's not the usual resorts and ports that you see if say the Caribbean or Mexico. And later looking up, I think this was one of their busiest years. They had like 22 cruise ships total. Oh, wow. So there isn't a strong tourist industry there. And so the tour we took was on a bus. We got to sort of a bus. It was more of a truck with a bed put on it with, made out of plywood and plexiglass and not the, so three hours was, was plenty. And we got off and saw some, you know, fabulous sites. Okay. And, you know, but there wasn't any like fishing or water, you know, charter boats you could go out on from there. Um, you know, I'd asked the guy if there was like surfing and they go, Oh, not really here. And the only thing I, I did, could ask and, you know, got a little bit of good impact was I asked about their football because there's a lot of top college players and NFL players from Samoa. You're right, yeah. And so, you know, so, oh, yeah, we, we have they, they have one big stadium that the high schools all share oh, wow. and play each other at. Yeah. And so that was uh, kind of fun. Okay. But, and so it was just, I mean, we were, we were at American Samoa. That was just amazing to say that we. Exactly. Yeah, really cool. What did and, you think of the of the island? Just the, like, does it, does it, does it feel like a like a Caribbean Island in terms of just the, you know, the, its appearance. Sort of, but it's more, I mean, the mountains just come straight out of the sea okay. a lot more, more like Hawaii. Like, okay. That, yep. You know, Kauai or a place like that. And so that was the theme, same thing with Fiji, you know, where, and you know, dense trees. Yeah. Okay. You know, Got that, it. I mean, because they get obviously lots of rain. It did rain that day. 
the other big significant thing with this tour was it stopped at the national park, the far, the, the least visited United States national park. So I it was able to get the passport stamp there. Cool. So I have a couple of friends that are big national park fans and was able to, you know, get them all jealous that nice. I've been That's to the, <laughs> the hardest one to get to. Yep. And so, um, but the people were fabulous, you know, so friendly and walked around the shopping area a little bit there and just enjoyed, you know, we were, we were at American Samoa and that experience. Right. Yep, was, exactly. You know. And then the next port was Fiji and similar situation for me. Big thing for Fiji was I wanted to be say I went to a beach at Fiji, and so I this was through Disney uh, signed up for a port. You know, it was a bus ride out to a beach. And okay, I said, that that that's fine. It was like a, over an hour bus drive, oh, wow. and that allowed us to see Fiji. Yeah, and some relatives that have friends that uh, go there regularly, and had given me the heads up about. It's not the wealthiest country in the world. In fact, the, the poverty is really pretty extensive. And mm. so we were able to see that from yeah, yeah. the bus. But it was, as I said, at the beach, I got talking with some local kids there. They were writing their names in the sand. And, you know, the, there were a couple, uh, a woman had was staying out with selling, you know, chips and drinks. And so, you know, chatted with her and she was, you know, absolutely, you know, wonderful. And so, it felt very welcoming and you could just see it was a Sunday afternoon and people were out enjoying their families and it, it was fabulous. And I got to walk on a beach in Fiji Yeah, there you go. and the scenery was beautiful, very dense, you know, obviously lots of rain again. Yeah. And this was another one where we were a very industrial port. Okay. I understand there's a, another port on the other side of the Island that is a little bit more resort oriented, mm. you know, or, or tourist oriented. Okay. I think that's the other thing with first time for Disney is they were low man on the totem pole for where they could go. Oh, you know, okay. If there was Got another it. ship in or something like that, that, you know, they were a little bit more limited in all these uh, destinations. I wonder why that is just because they don't go there very often. Yeah. Well, obviously this is a first for Disney period. And then Disney as a whole, it's, well, it's a very big company. It's right now got five ships, yeah, which right, is pretty exactly. small compared yeah, yeah. to, you know, the other major lines. But so there was like no big welcoming committee out at Fiji okay. for that. But it was absolutely beautiful. We got the uh, bus driver gave good description of uh, you know the, the scenery and the settings. So it, it was, it was what all all I could ask for really. Perfect. And then our last port was uh, New Caledonia. And that turned out to be the big surprise for me. We didn't get until there till after, like close to noon. And I am so glad it was that late. It was the most beautiful sailing we've ever experienced going by all these fjords and small islands. And obviously the wonder had just gotten off a uh, season in Alaska. And so the uh, cast members, you know, talking with them like, Oh yeah, this is a lot like Alaska. And Suddenly, now Alaska is on our interest list for potential future cruises that it, it really hadn't been before. Because seeing that from the water, I mean, we live in Colorado. I see Long's Peak out from our house. Driving to work, I see Pike's Peak every day. And, you know, I could get to Rocky Mountain National Park in about an hour. So I thought, oh, Alaska is, you know, we for that. But after the sail in to New Caledonia, I was like, okay, we might actually now have to do Alaska Wow, someday. cool, yeah. 
it really that was one of the highlights of the trip was just the sailing to there. Oh wow! And that's a French colony. Okay. And they clearly have money there. Oh, um, all right. Once again, we we weren't at the you know the traditional cruise ship terminal. We were at another industrial spot. In fact, they didn't even let people walk into town from there. You had to get on a bus to go into the main port yeah, where okay. then you could go. So you weren't allowed to walk through the shipping containers. Once again, there we did this little train trolley uh, tour, which was one of the more popular ones that a lot of people did that. And that was fun. We got to see another case and we got to see the sites. It was short enough that we could wander around the port area and the, the town and went to a fabulous French bakery there at the port. And not knowing the conversion rate, I, you know, just hoped when we as we bought some lot, lots of good treats for ourselves and you know later looked on the credit card. Oh no, they were they were a good price. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it. And so that that was a lot of fun. Yeah. But sounds like once it. again it was dropping off at a very industrial part of Okay. There was no big welcoming committee yep. there okay. and or anything like that. But it so but that that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, one that. of the things that I look for on Disney cruises is new ports of call. So I, I just think it's super yeah. cool that you got to experience three, not only new for you, but brand new for Disney cruise line. I mean, that's something that, yeah. you know, not a lot of people get to experience. So really cool. Just for that reason, you know, alone. What that was sort of the other thing that made this trip so special with everyone is this was new for almost everyone there. Right. Even People that were Pearl had done 25 cruises. They had not, none of us had been on a Disney cruise to Australia, and most had never even been, you know, south of the equator. And so there was a very much sense of newness. And surprisingly enough, there was a lot of first time cruisers and silvers, and most from Australia. Oh, interesting. Because all they had to do was get to Hawaii. Right. And then sail back home. And then sail back home. And with the Australia season being all three and four night cruises, a lot of them were disappointed. They didn't have oh, any options have, okay, for longer yeah, yeah. ones. And so they all jumped at it. So there were a lot of Australians on the on the ship, including a lot of first timers. But it it was a first timers for all of us for this uh, itinerary. It was an early arrival into Sydney, uh, is that right? Were you were you awake for the arrival into Sydney? I, I got up very early, but I was at. I think we went under the bridge at like four thirty in the morning. No, I was not awake okay. at that point. I think I got up around five thirty or so because I was so excited about. Yeah. Oh my God, we're in Sydney, right? Uh, we're in Australia, you know, and so I did get up very before six, but. It's, you know, that was still, we were docked by that point. And so like walking around deck and it was cold and rainy. In fact, the last day at sea was one of the roughest I've ever been on, on any of the cruises. Oh, wow. We going through a storm. So it was quite the experience of, uh, there, there was no swimming in the pool that day. I mm. <laughs> got uh, it. We did take advantage of in the afternoon to see the new live action Little Mermaid in the, well, in the, um, Buena Vista Theater, and that became a very immersive experience with the rocking of the ship to, <laughs> to go along with uh, the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it, it was kind of cloudy and drizzly on 
crews that was kind of funny as I was walking around deck, they did have a Australian news crew that I think boarded, I think in New Caledonia, they weren't with us the whole time. And so they were doing a weather report there on deck. Oh, and wow. so I was, you know, so I watched that and I'm like, okay, what's the weather going to be like today yeah, so yeah. For, <laughs> for all that? So th- there was no big welcome or anything like, like that. Uh, but we knew that going into it, that it was, we were going to the secondary port in Sydney and it was going to be very early. And so obviously there was going to be no big ceremony or thing. Yeah, gotcha. welcome, I guess, there. Okay. But that was all known before. Yeah. And so, but it was, I, that was the theme. You know, Shreen and I would just look at each other regularly going, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, this, this was kind of the ultimate dream adventure of, really going to some unique location and you know the same thing like we're in australia (laughs) (laughs) yeah how how unbelievable is this right 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 i i guess to to wrap it up i'll just you you know you kind of led me into this question you got to spend a few days in sydney with adventures by disney what did you think of what did you think of sydney sydney was the most amazing city um clean modern yet with history involved in it it really was a lot of fun uh we you know we 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 only had three days there and i mean part of us like okay we said oh we'll never be back here but it's like oh we just got to see just this little slice of australia i mean you know maybe someday we'll be able to get back there and 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 experience more as i said so many of the people on the cruise were able to do Mm -hmm a lot more and so but it was it was a great city and the people were fantastic and you know i I know i keep coming back to this but it was the people both at every single port as well as crew on the ship and then at sydney were all top notch and really made the experience okay did you get to see any kangaroos no no that was there was (laughs) you know that was i guess we didn't get to see any animals okay so that was kind of the one disappointment yeah Um, um well it just means you, so, you have to go back and visit yeah the other thing was they actually had merchandise on the ship oh so they had when we first got on um we didn't go down you know for where they opened up the the shops people sitting in the table next to us did and as he said it was thunderdome up there with you know everyone going in there right. But at that time it was all australia new zealand basically the stuff they had for the entire they were going to have for the whole season. And even though on a given day they would run out, they always managed to restock. Okay, so they yep. had spirit jersey, hat, a pin, and then um, – and T-shirt. And so I did, got, I did get myself a T-shirt and, and as well as the pin. And then after we crossed the equator, they put out a equator pin oh, cool. for just our cruise. So that was the only cruise-specific merchandise we got. We got. Okay. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, it's nice that they they acknowledge that you know that that's something that people would want and and uh, at yeah. least at least offered something. Um, that's great. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. What if you could say there was one major highlight of your cruise? What what would you say it was? It's really We're hard, I'm sure, a because single it, event. I mean, this this is a, this was a cruise <laughs> of our, our lives. Yeah, ship oriented, it would be the Marvel. Okay. Yep. Heroes Unite thing. Yep. Um, you know, obviously being in Australia and Sydney was a huge highlight. 
before I, when I was telling people about this before we went, I said, we're doing the ultimate Disney non-park adventure. We're going, we're doing hitting Alani. Yeah. We're doing a cruise and then we're doing adventures by Disney. Yeah. And all three were fantastic in their unique way. Yeah, and sure. Sure. Yeah. To pick out one thing. And I said, I'll keep coming back to just, you know, the, the group of people yep. at, you know, up by signals every day in there. Yeah. So. All right. I think offline before we came on here, I think you, you said this was the best vacation that, that you guys had, had ever done. Is that right? That's yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, you know, the old joke, what's your favorite cruise? And it's like, Oh, Panama Canal was great. Bermuda, yeah. you know, that's how we've answered it before. Well, Bermuda was really nice too. And we love the Southern Caribbean. Now, if someone asks what your favorite cruise was, this will this be is it. The one. Got it. Without a doubt. And yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is, if you're going there to see Australia or if you're going, if you do it to see the South Pacific Islands, that's probably not the cruise I would recommend because it was so brief for, or a trip I would recommend. Because they, they were so brief and, you know, you, you really didn't get to experience it. But you got to get that little taste of all that Definitely. stuff with a fabulous time on a Disney ship. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, that is great. Thank Thanks for sharing your, your cruise experience with us. I, I really appreciate it. I I helped, you know, obviously helped plan this yeah. this uh, this trip. And I was uh, extremely jealous that you were doing this. And I was really excited to hear hear about your experience and uh i'm i'm really happy to hear that you had a great time yeah it was it was fabulous thanks a lot wes absolutely my pleasure as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on instagram or twitter at the dcl dude or by liking the show on facebook at facebook.com slash dcl dude podcast you can also check out my blog at the dcl dude.com Please feel free to reach out with questions or ideas for future show topics, and I'd be super grateful if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Beyond that, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.